Good morning, and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I am Parker Shane, your announcer for the Mission Sunday. The Reverend Brent Smith will deliver today's message. Assisting in the worship service is the lay minister, Bruce Sledden, organist, Mrs. Susan Sinninger, and the acolytes are Dan Danica Yellen. Well, good morning, everyone. Today's Welcome to worship today. As always, it's great to be with you here in God's house to, to worship and to receive from Him His gifts of word and sacrament that He has so wonderfully and graciously planned for us this morning. Please stand and let's greet each other this morning in the name of the Lord. And members, if you see people that you don't recognize, please go say hi and welcome them to Trinity today. All right, and as you are finding your seats, I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Brent Smith to come on forward. Um, today, as many of you know, if not all of you know, today is our Mission Fest Sunday, and we have the great privilege and opportunity to have uh, Pastor Smith here from Mission Central in Mapleton, Iowa, um, and he is going to be preaching to us the good word, and uh, will also give us our presentation after the potluck today. I've been I've been really amping him up for the potluck, so it's, it's just going to be great. Um, but uh, Pastor Smith, please uh, tell us just a little bit about yourself and why you're here today. Well, yeah, good morning. Can you hear me okay? Oh, you can now. Whoa, that woke you up, didn't it? Well, I came from Smith Land and Cattle Corporation growing up as a boy on a farm. Went to a country school, kindergarten to eighth grade in southwest Nebraska. But I was so glad Dad was not a dairy farmer, so I haven't milked very many cows. I'll, be, I'll confess that to you. But uh, then was sent off the farm as a missionary to serve internationally in, in Central Asia, the Russian-speaking world, and in what you call Eurasia, Europe, former Soviet Union, for about 16 years. And then the good Lord has a sense of humor after all that time overseas, you know, growing up playing in a barn and then serving overseas, now I'm working out of a barn in western Iowa. <laughs> the campus of Mission Central is a farmstead, and if you can stick around 
for the potluck, which I'm staying, Pastor, um, to eat the wonderful food. I'll show you some pictures of the farmstead. It's a gathering place. We host about 5,000 people in our barn museum, Creation Theater, and just about 100 missionaries of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod come through each year on their home service to talk about not what they are doing, but what the Lord Jesus Christ is doing through them around the world to tell others about Him. So uh, it's an honor to, to preach on uh, Luke 18 today and share that gospel reading with you and give you an update on one of the newest missionaries, a nurse, Nurse Cray, who's going to coordinate human care in the Latin America region. So we'll focus in on Nurse Cray this morning. Thank you very much, and why don't we, be, we, why don't we begin our worship today with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we are thankful today for the beautiful Sunday, Lord's Day, that you have given to us here. Uh, Lord, we thank you uh, that we have been able to welcome the Pastor Smith, and we pray for his preaching of the good word today and for his time here. Lord, now we ask that as we worship you, that you would give us a zeal for your house of worship here. And Lord, truly better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Please stand. So we begin this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God Let us then confess our sins to God our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are. God in his mercy has given his son to die for you, and for his sake he forgives you all of your sins. So then in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Remember your congregation, which you have purchased of old. Remember this, O Lord, how the enemy scoffs. Do not deliver the soul of your dove to the wild beasts. Let not the downtrodden turn back in shame. Have regard for the covenant. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. The Lord be with you. 
Let us pray. O Lord, Almighty and everlasting God, you have commanded us to pray and have promised to hear us. Mercifully grant that your Holy Spirit may direct and govern our hearts in all things, that we may persevere with steadfast faith in the confession of your name. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Old Testament reading for this morning is taken from Genesis chapter 3. The same night Jacob arose and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his eleven children, and crossed, the, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream and everything else that he had. And Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. When the man saw that he did not pray, when the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched his hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, "Let me go, for the day has broken." But Jacob said, "I will not let you go unless you bless me." And he said to him, "What is your name?" And he said, "Jacob." Then he said, "Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel." For you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, and yet my life has been delivered. This is the word of our Lord. He will command his angels concerning you. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Our special music for today is performed by the Men's Glee, followed by the Children's Message, which is done by Pastor Jake.
Thank you very much, Men's Glee. It's now time for all the young disciples who are here today to come forward for the children's message, and now is a good time to bring up your Mighty Mites as well. Good morning. I am Missionary Brent Smith, and it is a joy to be here with you. Do any of you have a birthday in the month of October? Are you waiting on it? Do you have an October birthday? What day is it? October the 8th. Okay, anybody else? How about a November birthday? Do you have a November birthday? Yeah? What do you usually get on your birthday? Do you get something special at all? Mm -hmm. Like what? What do you get on your birthday? Did you get something? You get presents! Oh! Yeah! Is that what you get too? Presents? Yeah? Did you get some presents on the 8th of October? But you know, before that special day, that special day, what do you have to do? You have to wait. You're exactly right. You have to wait. Is it easy to wait for opening your birthday present? It is? No. Do you sometimes go up and say, Mom or, or Dad, could I just have a little peek? Could you just let me, can I just have my present now? And... and and open it, you know, and you kind of nag at them a little bit, and you wonder, because you're tired of waiting. I know I get excited. My birthday was on October, uh, October 4th, and, I, you know, you have to wait and wait and wait. It's sometimes hard to wait. Now, in a little bit, pastor or a person is going to read a Bible verse, and Jesus knew that it's hard for us to wait sometimes for all the blessings, all the gifts that he gives to us. And he says to them that the disciples there at the very first verse, he says, you always ought to pray and not lose heart. To pray and not lose heart. He's asking you as little missionaries, as little disciples of Christ, to pray for those gifts, to pray for those things you hope for. That's a very important thing to do. Sometimes you may want something more than a present just for your birthday. Sometimes, like, have any of you ever had the chicken pox? No, they don't. You have. Mom has. I'll bet some people out here have had the chicken pox. And what do you do when you get the chicken pox? You pray, Lord, take this away. There's so many other things in life that we need to pray for. I want to show you a picture of a long, young lady. Do you know that young lady? After today, you're going to know her. That's Nurse Cray. Can you say her name? Nurse Cray. She's a missionary. And you know she's praying. You know why she's praying? 
because she coordinates lots and lots of projects in places where hurricanes happen and the wind comes and takes off the roofs and you know maybe not so many tornadoes like you kind of have here and we have up in Nebraska but Nurse Cray helps people who are praying and who are in need and they're waiting and asking Jesus to help them and sometimes they can lose heart what I want you to remember today is Nurse Cray, Missionary Nurse Cray. I want you to pray for her and not forget about her. She's working on your behalf around the world. The other thing I want you to know in this children's message is exactly what a missionary does. What does a missionary like Nurse Cray or a missionary like you or you what do you do what does a missionary do they tell people about God. about God you're exactly right that's their number one assignment and they're over in Latin America in Africa in Asia in countries like China where the government doesn't necessarily support Christians. A missionary tells people about Jesus. From the time you're brought here in the Word of God, you're washed with the Word of God. What is this thing right here? It's a, it's a baptismal font. Yeah, you do baptisms here. And in a baptism, this happened to each of you, on your forehead and upon your heart, you are marked with the love of Jesus. You were given his forgiveness. And that same Jesus says to continue to pray and to tell others about him. So are you a missionary? Yes, you are. Because Nurse Cray is not here in Freistadt, Missouri. And she doesn't even live over in Monette. No, she doesn't even live in the state of Missouri. She's telling people about Jesus around the world. So as you pray for her, she's persevering in prayer for you that you'd tell all your friends about Jesus. Shall we pray? Let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you for making us missionaries to tell people about you. Help us to do that today and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, guys and gals. Thank you. Our epistle reading for this morning is taken from 2 Timothy chapter 3. The Apostle Paul writes this, As for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, 
which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. This is the word of our Lord. Please rise for the reading of the Gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 18th chapter. Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man, and there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused, but afterward he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, Yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice, so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge says, and will not God give justice to this elect, who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? This is the Gospel of our Lord.
Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The text for the message this morning is there from Luke chapter 18, read moments ago. I encourage you to open back up your worship folder as we walk through this text. For those of you who made it to Bible class and going to stick around for the potluck, you're going to see pictures maybe of things you've never seen before. We're a little bit not normal out at Mission Central, and that's okay because I'm looking out at a bunch of peculiar people here this morning too. You know, the fact that you are here to soak up the Word of God, to have your faith cultivated so that your heart is changed means you are peculiar people. And actually, the Scripture describes you as such, not many would maybe even experience or have been out on a farmstead in their entire life. But I have a feeling I don't have to explain much of that to each of you this morning. You know, the fact that we uh, do a little cash rent of the property around the farmstead there outside of Mapleton, Iowa, so that our overhead cost and the lights, and yes, we even have heating in the barn so that we can go year-round with this focus of fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. So if you get a chance for a road trip after harvest, or you want to bring a whole busload, come on up. In the Barn Museum, we've got artifacts from the missionaries all over the world. About a hundred families serving in over 80 countries. It's such an urgent mission. Each of you are called to take the mission of God very personally. Are you taking the mission of Jesus personally? You notice the kids really get it. This is a baptismal font. You do baptisms here. It's where you're washed with the Word of God and given His forgiveness and reminded of the love and the the fact that this body is not a temple of entertainment. There's so many fun things to do out there. Some of them God-pleasing, some of them not. No, this body, your body, because of the gift of the Holy Spirit, is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And God's mission is very personal on your life. He marks your heart, and He gives you gifts, unique gifts to serve all the way around uh, the world and right here in southern Missouri. We have a little creation theater. I showed the pictures. It's so much fun because we start off in total darkness and remind the kids at Mission Central of Genesis chapter 1, that God has created the heavens and the earth, and we turn on the spotlight, and there's a life-size, lifelike lion, and some of the children step back, oh, that looks kind of real. And you can, you know, we talk about the fact you can hear the roar of a lion for over five miles away. Pastor, if only the good Lord gave us a preaching voice that you could hear from five miles away. But he didn't do that, did he? Can you hear Pastor from five miles away here in Freistadt? No? Yeah. We need a little help. From, uh, God's designed us each in different ways. 
the lions, the cattle on a thousand hills, all a special purpose in his creation. And I want you to, to know that each of you, until Christ comes again, has a special purpose in his mission. You know, last week we got a, a second travel notice. We're reminded there in Luke 17 of Luke chapter 9, verse 51. And it reminds you of the ultimate purpose of why Jesus came to earth. It says there in Luke 9, 51, that Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. He was on a mission. He wasn't just here uh, just to enjoy himself and to turn water into wine. He had a purpose. Oh, he did the miracles. He taught you and taught me that he was true God and true man, but he was resolutely setting out for Jerusalem to be nailed to the cross and to pay for the sins of the world. And thanks be to God, because one thing you and I have in common with every person everywhere in the world is Romans chapter 3, verse 23, that we have fallen in sin and fallen short of the glory of God. We truly are poor, miserable sinners. And so, thanks be to God that Jesus fulfilled his purpose to do something you and I couldn't do. And he gives that salvation as he died on the cross and rose from the dead. He gives that good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to you as a free gift. What a gift. And that's a gift, as we heard of the birthday presents that sometimes you have to wait for. You don't have to wait for that. You have it in Jesus, in time, for eternity, eternal life. And that, dear friends, that good news, that faith that he has given you, is so powerful that it sustains you until he comes again. And that's where our text for today comes in, because Jesus knew from the time that he was ascending into heaven, it would be a period of time, and he calls you, his disciples, to persevere in mission and in prayer. Verse, uh, chapter 18, verse 1, and he told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. You know, I showed the picture, and I hope you take the picture and the information from Nurse Cray, one of the newest career missionaries of Mission Central and working in Latin America for the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate. Brand new missionary. And she is called to be a human care coordinator. And you know what that means. You know what happens in Latin America, right? Here we have tornadoes and hailstorms, and you pray that doesn't happen, but it happens. Over in Latin America, they have hurricanes. Have any of you ever lived through the winds of a hurricane? It makes me kind of happy I'm in the Midwest and not in the Gulf Coast or on the, in Florida, even though the beaches are nice. But, but uh, there in the Caribbean, you have hurricanes. And Nurse Cray, that's her role. You've heard of not one, but two hurricanes that took place not long ago in Puerto Rico, devastating the island. Have you seen the pictures? 60,000 homes with no functioning roofs. 
people, professionals, fleeing the country, leaving uh, the aged and the widows behind. Do you imagine that Nurse Cray and the team there could sometimes get discouraged? Could sometimes maybe want to lose hope as they see people struggling under this world where Scripture says all creation groans. Dear friends in Christ, it doesn't take you long to be in this world to know it's not heaven on earth. Sin and death and the power of the devil are all around us. And we even get touched by that here in the United States. And so Jesus says to you this, this morning, be in prayer. Don't lose heart. He tells you a story. It's a parable, a, 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 a very simple story with a direct point. Maybe to some of you, as you listened to that this morning, it was a bit shocking because he's telling a story about a judge. Imagine, and I don't know, is the judge here in town uh, a member of the congregation? <laughs> don't worry if you're here. This text is for everyone, not just you. But a judge, a symbol, not just a symbol, but with all legal authority, power in counties and communities and cities. That's a, it's a position of tremendous power and responsibility and civility and citizenship all tied up into one. And this judge could care less about God, had no fear of God, or care for man. Isn't that your worst nightmare? To be in a community where the judge who can sentence you to death, where the judge who can sentence you to life, where the judge can let, can let uh, criminals and robbers go free, where a judge that has no fear of God? I think about our missionary service of about 16 years in uh, places where communism and communists atheist philosophies, not just was in some universities as some, some sort of critical thinking, but was at the top levels of government in those years in, in Russia, where communist atheists, where people put God in the category of, of a myth or Hollywood or even consider you psychologically in a situation where you need mental health treatment just because you are persevering in prayer and believe in the Lord Jesus. It is a Christian's almost worst nightmare. And you see this happening throughout the world where people and heads of state and dictators are actually carrying out like this judge that had no care for the people they're appointed to serve. So along comes a widow. A widow who's persevering. A widow who's carrying out. She had an adversary, and oh, this judge could be so hard-hearted, this judge could have no fear of God, but that was not going to shut her up. And dear friends in Christ, today the widow is not dead. The widow of persevering, of knocking at the door. And you notice how the text goes on. 
she continued to communicate in such a way that this judge had mercy that this judge, judge actually says, oh, I, I will there in verse 5, if you're following along, oh, I will give her justice so that she will not beat me down. I don't know about you, but for some reason, the UFC, you know, and the bully beat down, and some of these things come to mind, and you know, she tapped him out. She tapped him out with his perseverance. Now, here's where this story told by Jesus, has a real twist because this judge with a hardened heart who, re who refused and refused again and again is so very different than the God who created you and the God who loves everyone here in heaven and on earth because that judge is coming again. Jesus Christ is risen. He promises to return to this fallen and sinful world where so much injustice and loss and hatred and suffering is taking place. And yet, unlike the judge in this text, this judge loved the world so much that He gave His only Son, Jesus Christ, so that whoever believes in Him will not perish, but will have eternal life. That is the contrast in this text. And you notice there, Jesus, in this story, He just drops it in. And will not God, He says, will not God, there in verse 7, give justice to His elect who cry out to Him day and night? Yes, He will. Justice is coming. If you see injustice in your community, in your life, or you're concerned about the global issues that are happening, justice is coming. Vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. But also, and this is our prayer, mercy has come in Jesus Christ. It just slips it in. Will he delay long over them? Jesus brought out the mercy of God swiftly in a moment. The sins, past, present, and future of the world and all the atrocities in a moment. He nailed them to the cross and paid for them. And he gave up his breath and he said, It is finished. The sins of the world are paid for. That's the God of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit who pours out his mercy and love in the world. And then he goes to you, his disciples, and he says, with this type of a good news message, persevere in prayer. Have purpose in your life. As you have life and breath and use your gifts, have purpose. And part of that purpose, always, every day, with your families, with your children, is to be telling others about Him. We go wild for these missionaries of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod at Mission Central because their primary purpose, like we reviewed in the children's message, is to tell the world about the mercy of God that comes only through Christ Jesus and through Him alone. 
these missionaries, and we'll talk more about them, like Nurse Cray, are persevering in prayer. And one of the biggest encouragements that you can give to these missionaries is to pray for them as they're helping people in need. People like the persistent widow, seeking help, seeking justice. And maybe God's call on your life is to be those hands and feet that serves your neighbor in need. That last verse points us to an important truth, and it also asks a stunning question. Did you see that last question? Maybe some of you, you're looking at that news or hearing the politics, and you're thinking, wow, darkness is coming in. Complete and utter darkness, and you're starting to maybe have some fatigue in your life journey here in Freistadt, Missouri. And the question comes, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes in his second coming, will he find faith on earth? And you're tempted to be a doubting Thomas. You're tempted to say, oh no, the great apostasy has happened. There's nobody following Jesus anymore. None of my friends in school, none of my teammates. Oh, we're shut out. Our liberties are shut down and you want to despair. And Jesus says, whoa, oh no. Look around at each other this morning. If Jesus came right now, will he find faith on earth? You bet he will. Because his word is not returning void. You are here in faith. You are here praising God. You are here praying. And the hundred plus missionaries around the world are together with you in this one body of Christ. Oh yeah, he sees your faith that he has given you. And he also says, go and share it. Pray for your missionaries. Send them. They're 100% dependent on designated gifts to help keeping them working in the harvest field. Maybe God's touching you in your heart to help provide support for them as they tell others about him. In closing, I would just like to encourage you this day. My first visit here, Pastor, I'm so appreciative of your invitation and to come and to share in Bible class on this Mission Fest Sunday. Just to remind you of those words of Jesus, to keep praying, to not lose heart. And you think of that one person, maybe it's your neighbor two doors down, maybe it's a spouse, Maybe it's a a child in the school that comes across the street. Who is it? That's the one that Jesus, like the widow, is calling you to tell about him, to point them to the hope and the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You are his sent ones, his missionaries in this place. And thank you so much for praying for and helping people like Nurse Cray as she tells others about him around the world. May Jesus give us the words this day to share and to focus on him in his name. Amen. Now may this peace of God, which comes is beyond all human understanding, this gift of faith, this gift of prayer, the gift of his forgiveness, 
Keep you in the one true faith to life everlasting. Amen. We now confess together the words of our Christian faith. We do so using the Apostles' Creed. It is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. At this time, we will now gather our tithes and offerings, and the pew that you are in is a red sign-in book. Whether you are a member or a guest with us, we uh, kindly ask that you would fill that out so that we know that you were here to worship with us, and uh, if you are a guest with us, if you would be so kind as to leave a way that we might be able to reach you, whether it is a number or an address, uh, so that we can thank you for coming uh, to worship with us here this morning. We gather our tithes and offerings. of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, baptizing, and sharing the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. The radio broadcast is made possible by the donations to the radio broadcast ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church. Please contact the church office for how you can help. Several ladies Bible study groups meet during the week in the surrounding areas. For more information, call the church office at 417 417- Two three five seven three zero zero. The Lutheran Hour is our church's witness to the public marketplace. Today's message, the lamp of the body, speaker Reverend Dr. Michael. If your heart is full of light, then your eyes shine with generosity and grace, and your body follows the light. Your heart is full of darkness, then your eyes are obscured with fear and greed, and the rest of you follows Genesis 16. We now rejoin the congregation during the worship service.
Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Dear Lord, we thank you for the work of Mission Central. And we pray for your continued love and care over all who work to support the missionaries in the field. We pray especially today for Nurse Cray, and we pray that you would continue to bless her and watch over her. Lord, through her work, may more and more people come to a saving knowledge of the truth that is our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, in your mercy. For the preservation of marriage, Lord, we pray that God would defend husbands and wives from every assault of the enemy. We pray that you would support them in their faithfulness and loving service to one another. We pray, too, that you would grant them joy in every time. Lord, in your mercy. For all public servants and those whom you have given to care for us, that they may be supported and upheld in every good deed. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks today for the gift of a baby girl born to Jennifer and Drew Meyer this past week. May your Holy Spirit be ever present in this family as mom and dad raise her to know Jesus as her Savior. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we pray too for all who are sick, hurt, lonely, all of those who are suffering, Lord, whether it be physically, spiritually, or emotionally, especially for all those on our health list and for all that we name before you in our hearts. Lord, we offer a special prayer also for the family of Dwayne Pugh, whose father passed away. And Lord, we ask that you would wrap this family in your loving arms and grant to them the, the, the peace that only can come from you. Lord, we humbly pray that you would heal all of them in every way. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for blessings and joy for all with birthdays. For Delphine, we pray that she feel assured and ready for the year ahead, knowing that you will go with her. Lord, in your mercy. We thank you for all with anniversaries soon. Lord, as your word says, a threefold cord is not easily broken. Continue to wrap yourself in our marriages and our families. We pray for Buddy and for Marcia that you might keep them in their marriage so hidden within you that all the forces of evil would come to nothing. Lord, in your mercy. Finally, Lord, we thank you for the gift of your body and blood present in the sacrament today. May these gifts be for our good as you have designed all of your gifts to us to be. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray. Trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who on this day overcame death in the grave and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing.
And together we pray the prayer that our Lord gave us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord's Supper is God's gift for Christians who are properly taught. In communing, we want people to receive Christ's body and blood for their good. This means that as you come to the Lord's table, you affirm with each communicant that Jesus is your Savior and Lord, and with Lutheran Christians, you confess. I recognize and confess that I am a sinner. I repent of my sin and ask God's forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ is my only Lord and Savior from sin, Satan, and death. I believe that the risen Christ is really present in the sacrament, and under the form of the bread and wine, I receive his true body and blood for the forgiveness of my sin and the strengthening of my faith in life. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also we took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
Please stand. And now may this, our Savior's body and blood, strengthen and preserve you in the one true faith until life that is everlasting. Depart in his peace and joy. Amen. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us to this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy that you would strengthen us to the same in faith towards you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Before we close with worship today and we go over for our potluck dinner. First of all, uh, Missionary Cray uh, that Pastor Smith has uh, spoken to us about th- this morning and will continue to uh, over in our fellowship hall. On the back table 
as you walk out are, is, some, is a sheet of paper that has information about her uh, and if you feel so led to support her. Uh, and so please find those as you uh, go out here this morning. Uh, there is a short prayer session in the chapel after service, uh, as there is each Sunday, for anyone who would like to join in. It's just right outside of these doors and to the left. Uh, Ryan Stockton has an update for us on how our Turkish Shoot fundraiser went yesterday. So, Ryan, come on up. As I told him yesterday and as I told many of you, as far as my aim is concerned, all of the varmints and deer and fuzzy little creatures are safe today. Although you did your best. I, I, you yes, did I did. Your best. <laughs> I tried really out, hard. You took out a few squirrels home. I did. I, think. I did, yeah. Uh, first off, I want to thank all the generous uh, donors for uh, donating raffle uh, prizes or donating money towards the raffle prizes. Uh, several of you have asked. I just wanted to give everybody a heads up while we're all here. Uh, yesterday, uh, we were able to bring in nearly $5,500 in profit uh, for the church. So. Thank you for uh, attending. Thank you for helping out. And uh, as always, we'll look forward to next year and make it even better. So thank you. Thank you very much, Ryan. And on behalf of the church and school, we thank you and your family for hosting it uh, and for going through all of the effort and um, everything that went into making it the success that it is. So thank you very, very much. Uh, the next announcement that I have is about the Freistat Trunk or Treat. I have the flyer right here in front of me. It is on October the 26th down at the Freistat Lions Club building. It is from 4 to 8 p.m. Uh, the activities will begin at 4 and will stop at 6.45. The free meal will include options of soup or chili and a variety of desserts. This will begin serving at 5.30. And then the actual trunk or treat will start at 7. Uh, we hope to see you and your whole family there. If you have any questions about the event, if you would like to bring your trunk uh, to decorate, please find Samantha Menning, Carol Durbin, or Glenda Shane. Uh, Glenda, raise your hand. Where, where are you? Is she here? She was here. I was like, don't do that to me. I thought you were here, Glenda. Anyway, uh, please go see uh, one of them if you have any questions about that. And think. And then the, the last announcement that we have is our um, quarterly voters meeting and potluck. We get to have another one on back-to-back Sundays. Um, is next Sunday, October the 27th, following the church service. So that is the um, quarterly voters meeting and a potluck afterwards as well. Got that one, got that one, got that one, got that one. Uh, let's um, pray together uh, for our meal that we are about to eat. We'll pray the common table prayer. Come, Lord Jesus, be our guest, and let these gifts to us be blessed. May our souls by thee be fed, ever on the living bread. Amen. Everybody is invited to attend, uh, so we will see you over in the fellowship hall.